Hey, you're listening to Nordjud News, and this is the latest updates from the Nordic Student Radio News Team, week 11. International students will have to start paying tuition fees in Norway. This is following a government decision that would change the current conditions that make Norway one of the few countries in the world to allow even non-citizens and non-EU citizens to study in the country without paying fees. Our reporters Morten Stene in Bergen and Javad Maleki in Gothenburg have the story. Students coming to Norway might have to pay upwards of half a million Norwegian kroner to attend Norwegian universities. Professor at UIB, Lise Rackner, is afraid of not getting any international students to a new master's degree, politics and governance of global challenges. This is what she told to Norjud in an interview. The idea behind this program and the, is to enable Norwegian-European Uh, and international students from outside Europe to meet and together discuss global challenges. With this new policy from the Norwegian government, it's basically more expensive if you are from outside Europe to study at the University of Bergen than it is to study at, for instance, London School of Economics. This basically means we will have no students from the global south, no students from outside Europe. Across the border in neighboring Sweden, international students from outside the European economic community are already paying tuition fees today. Pornoff is a 24 years old master's student at Chalmers University in Gothenburg, Sweden. He studies product development and as he is from India, he has to pay tuition fees for his master's. I ask him how having to pay fees has affected the studies uh yeah it affects quite a lot like i have to take a i had to take an education loan to pay my fees Ronov had to take a loan to pay for his studies and will one day need to pay it back this puts additional stress on him and he feels the need to watch his spending in his daily life you have you always have a burden of repaying it back uh, from wherever you have borrowed the money so Uh, managing your expenses, being in a limit, and then not spending a lot while you study. And yeah, you need to constrain yourself a bit. And yeah, it's a little bit stressful. <laughs> to support some of his expenses, Pranov works part-time in parallel with his studies, something that only a few students manage to do. I thought I can manage I can manage them pretty good, but now it turns, t- turns out to be a bit hectic to manage both the things. Last Thursday, EU ministers gathered in Stockholm to talk about global health and development funds. Alex Maxia interviewed the Finnish minister Ville Skinnari about the situation at the border between Finland and Sweden. But first we hear what the situation was like from Santeri Nikola, who has family living on the Finnish side of the border. The COVID-19 pandemic affected the world over and here in the Nordic region, national governments took very different approaches in order to deal with the virus. The people living close to the border are those who suffered the most from the differences. Amongst those areas, the region of Tornedal, where the Finnish city of Tornio and the Swedish city of Haparanda are just a few meters away from each other. 
Zante Nikola has family living in the northern part of Finland, close to the border with Sweden. Traveling to Sweden from Finland was very unclear because the rules kept changing all the time. For example, my dad tried to visit Haparanda in December 2021 and they wouldn't allow him to visit. But a few months later in February, I visited there and all I needed was a certificate of my vaccinations or that I had had it a few weeks before. People that live in or near Torneo could get a certificate that allowed them to go back and forth borders. Last week, European ministers gathered in Stockholm for an informal meeting to discuss global health issues and development funds. I interviewed Ville Skinneri, the Finnish Minister for Development Corporation and International Trade, about the lessons learned from the divisions created across the border during the pandemic. Well, first of all, yesterday during the dinner with Mr. Tedros, WHO, of course, we went through uh, the learnings of COVID, what we we managed well, and also the mistakes. And of course, as Nordic countries, we're the most united region in the world, and we need to be. So, of course, also we learned, I think, on the borderline of Haparanda and Tornio in Finland, that yes, it was complicated. But at the end of the day, we had the enemy we couldn't see. We, we made the decision as we could. But I think now we, can, we should look at the future. That was Ville Skinnari the Finnish Minister for Development Corporation speaking to Alex Maxia in Stockholm last Thursday. And now finally, last weekend was the grand finale of Melodifestivalen. Amongst the finalists, the Norwegian twins Marcus and Martinus performed, but the winner was Lorien with her single Tattoo. In less than two months, Lorien will represent Sweden at the Eurovision Song Contest in Liverpool. You listen to the week 11 edition of Nordjud News with me, Elvira Hodzic. Producer was Alex Maxia. Thanks for listening. We are back next week. Hej då!